Welcome to the Mike Ricksecker Audio Journey on MikeRicksecker.com. Welcome to Inside the Upside Down. This is going to be an interesting episode. We are talking about black-eyed children. So very uh, creepy, interesting, supernatural phenomenon um, that's kind of rare, but very, very creepy. And so I want to thank all of you for hanging out, staying with us from the edge of the rabbit hole. That was our intro to 2018 episode. And we had a great time hanging out there. So um, in fact, we even had our first super chat from Tammy Heitzman there. So uh, thank you again, Tammy, for the super chats, which are, of course, still active here. <laughs> All right. And as you can see, I am by myself tonight. Um, our chat shenanigator, uh, Shauna, has a number of things that she has to take care of in preparation for tomorrow. Just some things going on around the homestead uh, that she needs to, to do. So I am on my own. But we have this nice, great... Uh, chat <laughs> hanging out there uh the the chat here here we go okay. Ooh, see chat screen okay <laughs> it, it's reversed and i'm trying to mess with it but um and there is andrew Cubbage. hey great to see you andrew hope you're feeling better so thank you all for joining us for inside the upside down so black-eyed children now this is going to be an interesting discussion because well, I never claim to be an expert about anything. We're talking, you know, supernatural, paranormal, so I don't believe we have experts. We have people who know a variety of different things and share that knowledge or things that they've learned. And so uh, I do not claim to be an expert on black-eyed children, so I just want to throw that out there um, from the start. But it's a topic that comes up as a question a lot. I keep getting thrown it. Uh, what do I know? Have I had? No, I haven't had an experience, but uh, we'll get into what I have learned. Uh, a lot of people want me to talk about it, to discuss it. I'm more of a shadow person type of a guy just because I've had a lot of experiences, but I have no problem sitting here and discussing what it is I have read and I have learned uh, about black-eyed children. And you know, feel free to throw out questions, comments, what have you, if anybody's had you know, an experience uh, please go ahead and throw that out there as well. And uh, Periscope, thank you very much. Tom McNicholas is down there in the house again on Periscope. So thank you there in Periscope for joining us again as well. And you know what? I still have the rabbit hole uh, bar up. So let me turn off the rabbit hole bar because this is inside the upside down. So there, now it's gone. <laughs> and it's just us. All right. So, uh, <laughs> Fran Molino, are there parents from the black-eyed peas? Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Uh, very cute. So black-eyed kids, uh, black-eyed children. So they, they go by those two different terms. Universally, it's kind of B-E-Ks for black-eyed kids, uh, but you, people do call them black-eyed children and black-eyed kids. So basically, uh, what these things are, <clears throat> very creepy, pre-teen, young teen type of kids, like about 12 to 14 is kind of what they look like, maybe 11 to 14, somewhere around there. And they basically come up to the door and their whole goal is to try to get in your house. They, they For whatever reason, we don't know, but they want to get in the house. And so they'll start knocking on the door, rap, 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 you know, kind of just, you know, this monotonous knock. And that knock is apparently kind of the way they talk, too. People open the door and they see these kids there. And they look kind of out of place. Their dress is sometimes outdated, sometimes doesn't fit them correctly, sometimes kind of drab. You know, it just looks awkward. A lot of times they're reported to look kind of pasty, you know, palish. Um the way they talk, their demeanor is very just monotone and siren. So hope somebody's okay. So Mike's a rapper. Very cute. And again, their whole questioning is to try to get in. Well, it's about food time. You want to let me in? You know, this will only take a minute. You know, it's, really kind of odd type of statements, type of questions to try to get in the house. 
Now, people upon seeing these kids, a lot of times at first they don't notice the eyes. They just see a couple kids standing there. But as they're talking and as these child or children are talking to them, they start to feel like this sense of dread and their hair starts rising on the back of their neck. And they don't understand why. But as the questioning keeps going and as they're insisting on, you want to let us in, it's, it's time to let us in. They usually end up slamming the door on them. And of course, feeling bad, I just slammed the door on a kid, but, you know. There's even been reports of people going out and, like, they want to get a gun to scare the kid off. Um, but a couple other strange things have, have happened during this whole fiasco with the door. Sometimes they'll look away for a minute, and then when they look back, it's like the kid is a lot closer than they should have been. Or they'll turn, and then they're gone, like, completely. Um or after slamming the door, boom, door will be slammed. And they go open it again. Kids are gone. They go looking around the neighborhood. Kids are gone. Um, so really, really uh, strange how they just kind of appear and then they're gone. And then, of course, there's the black eyes. And when people notice the black eyes, of course, they get extremely, extremely creeped out at that point. So um, that's really essentially what a black-eyed kid, the description of one is. So... Yeah, again, very monotone voice, very kind of pasty white. Um, they have the just jet black straight eyes, nothing, no whites, nothing. Um, it's just black, but shiny as well. And then, you know, like the drab clothes or outdated clothes or just not fitting well, all that sort of thing. And their assistance on wanting to get in. So a lot of interesting stories uh, that we can get into. So let's see what you guys are saying down here in the chat. So, okay, two months ago, Beat 3 Airspace, Hubby and I watched a security home owner, saw three large kids all dressed in black with hoods that could not walk through the gates while wow. property blessed and salted. Um, Phoenix Feather, I think they're demonic. If you let them in, some stuff will happen in your house uh, if you let in a spirit. Uh, Carrie Paris, Black Eyed Children, been reported since around 1996. Uh, personally, thinks they're reverence. Um, I think there's a couple of vague reports prior to 1996 but yeah it seems like mostly over here the last 20 years that's where more of the reports have been sprouting up so you know some interesting ones are not they don't necessarily always come to your door and sometimes they will approach your car um sometimes it might even be you know a kid on the side of the road i remember reading one story you know a, a guy stopped he was going to let the kid in uh completely freaked out by the, you know, black eyes, you know, took off down the road, then felt bad that he just, like, took off on a kid, turned around, went back, kid was completely gone. Um, so they will approach your car as well. Um, they say black-eyed children really make appearances on Halloween. Um, and they really can show up at uh, about any time, uh, at least all the different stories that, that I've read. It was really any time of year, not necessarily... Halloween or a particular date or day, but really any time of year. So, uh, Candy Orton, crazy alien or interdimensional being, malicious, nasty, negative. And that's kind of my take is something interdimensional. Um, you know, I, I have a lot of, again, shadow people experiences, which I think are mostly interdimensional. So, black eyed children, are they also interdimensional? certainly a different being than shadow people. People also believe they may be somehow related to the men in black phenomenon. So all of these type of entities, very, very creepy, very mysterious, and a lot of times get lumped in with, you know, something interdimensional. As far as alien, well, there's people that also believe aliens may be interdimensional themselves, so maybe they're interdimensional aliens. Um, and everything that they have is, uh, that they're doing as a disguise. Why they want to get in, not really sure. Uh, do have one story to relate of sort of getting in. Um, candy or alien chameleons. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, Tom McNicholas, what do they do when they get in the home? Very, very good question. At this point, we don't know. Um, at least for many of the stories that I've read, don't have one yet of 
when a child's been led into a home. So does something happen to the person or family, you know, once they've been led into the home that, you know, is it an invasion of the body snatchers? Do they get teleported off somewhere? Do they, we don't know. We don't know what may happen to them. Um, the closest one, at least that I've read, is one, again, of a car where a uh, woman had her child uh, in the back seat, uh, had run into the store real quick just to grab like some milk or whatever, came back out, got into the car, sat down, looked in the rearview mirror, and there's this kid sitting next to her son in the back. And, of course, saw the, the black eyes, um, basically booted the kid out of the car, and, you know, proceeding from there, it's a whole big debate about whether they're going to call the police or whatever. The kid, of course, disappeared. Um, she was so freaked out. Her husband came. He drove off with her. She was driving an SUV. He drove off with her SUV. She decided to take whatever car he drove. He ended up getting in, in an accident in that car. Like shortly thereafter, and from his memory, he doesn't really remember. What he remembers is there was a very, very foul stench of um, like uh, baby diapers, like uh, soiled baby diapers. <clears throat> and then he got into this car accident. <clears throat> so did he black out? Maybe. Not real sure. Was it because of the smell? Was it because of this entity that had been in the car? Uh, she claimed that afterwards she kept having these recurring nightmares over and over and over again of this kid with the black eyes. So, uh, you know, again, and, and when they talked to the child, the um, her son, and why, you know, he let the kid in the car, he was like, well, you know, I was, you know, looking for somebody to play with. <laughs> Um, the, the boy, the black eyed kid asked if he could get in to go home with them. And, you know, of course their kid is like, well, yeah, you know, of course he wants a playmate, somebody to play with. But the black eyed kid told him, well, I can't get in the car unless you say I can come in, unless you invite me in. And so got in the car and then. You know, basically the idea was get in the car and then go home and be invited into the house. So don't know what would have happened if invited into the house, but crazy things happened after being at least invited into the car. So wasn't the kid in the first Insidious uh, have black eyes? Well, I know that they did up the uh, the artwork for Insidious with black eyes. Um, I mean, that was a very that was a uh, you know, really like a possession type movie, um, a lot with uh, shadow people, sleep paralysis type stuff uh, in Insidious. So uh, horror movie, though. So um, interesting. So could the kids be Reapers? Um, that's from Tom McNicholas. Um, and I, oh, Soldier's Wife in, uh, in Periscope, I guess, answered your question. Sorry. Um, Tom. So... Could the child is the thing is though is I think with a reaper like the Grim Reaper walking in I mean you're, you're talking about death I don't think they can be dissuaded from being let in I, I if I recall correctly death is basically going to come to your door and he's going to come in and he's going to take you so I, I think they're different I, I really do so, um, I know there's some other questions up here that I went, that I went by, so let's see if we can find them. Um, Village of the Dam brought about the stories of black-eyed children. Well, you know, I, I know that, you know, things like movies, books, stories have a lot of influence on our culture. I mean, take, like, Slender Man, for instance, you know, completely fictional tale we all know the origins of it from you know the internet stories that were written on the uh, on the internet but now there's actual reports that he is actually appearing and he's actually having influence over people so that would be a tulpa where something is basically spoken into existence or you know a nefarious 
entity is basically taking the an idea that's been spurred on by a lot of people that it's like well, this is a popular topic that's going on around here let me jump on that disguise myself as that being and start doing things as that so that would be a tulpa um but yeah you know culture does have an influence you know over um well a number of different things i mean there could have been reports of I want to say reports. Um, there could have been sightings of black-eyed children for years and years and years. Like I said earlier, there were you know some, you know that were a little bit earlier, very very few. Um, but maybe because we're talking about this stuff more, that people are feeling more comfortable to come out and talk about it. Same thing with like ghosts, and you know things that are going on within the house, even shadow people, uh, things like that. Uh, that people are feeling more comfortable coming forward and talking about now because we've had it, you know, on television. Of course, it's all over the internet. You can watch all kinds of YouTube videos, you know, on this different supernatural phenomenon. And, and that's part of what we do here at Haunted Road Media is, you know, we're relating these stories. We're relating what happens to us, what happens to others that we know, uh, that others are reporting. We're showing you the investigations. And I, I've said it many times before that one of the most humbling things for me is when people come to me and say and thank me for relating all these stories relating all this information because then it helps them to know that they've really had their experiences that they are not crazy like some of their family members and, and what have you have been trying to make them feel you know back in the day if you said you know i you know i saw my dead grandmother or i heard voices or you know i saw this or that or what have you you're getting put in a straitjacket and thrown in the nut house you know, that's just what happened. And so people were very, very, very reluctant to make it known that they were seeing and experiencing these different things. So there's probably a lot of things that happened 50, 60, 100, 150 years ago, 200 years ago, whatever, that just were never reported because people were too afraid of what was going to happen to them. You know, you you know, a few hundred years ago, you said that, you know, you were seeing these things or experiencing these things. It was witchcraft or you had a demon and, you know, you were going to get drowned or burned or, you know, or what have you. And so, yeah, for many, many years, people are very reluctant to relate their stories. But it's been great that now we've been able to start relaying them. Um, you know, 1996 thrown out there as a, as a year. Um, yeah, that's when that was one of the big times for me when that that infancy of what we know now is the internet i mean technically speaking i know internet's been around since the 60s you know in scientific military realms i get that commercially for the public been around since early 90s bulletin board systems all that and then into the mid 90s and that's really when um i started getting involved in a lot of groups out there in the internet a lot of uh you know, forums, chat rooms, uh, bulletin boards, what have you. And a lot of these things were being discussed to I me mean, before it was, you know, whatever you could pick up at your library. And if you're in a small town like I was, well, you had you know, like two books and that was it. You know, um, it, it, your information was very limited. So it was whatever you get a hold of. And so when the Internet, you know, started becoming really popular, it was like, wow, these these people have these experiences. You know, look at this information I'm finding here. I didn't know that book existed. Uh, you know, all this information was at your fingertips. So that would be a perfect time and a perfect, you know, melting pot for people saying, well, you know, I had this experience one time with these kids showing up at my door. And they had these type of eyes. You know, it just, it makes sense. Or before that, probably not. So, um, <clears throat> Discord threads, cosplay prankster kids with black contacts. Um, that's been thrown out there as a suggestion. You know what? There probably are some that are like that, where, where it becomes really, what, what people have a problem with that one is the strange disappearance. Um, you know, or they suddenly show up, there's strange movements, and then... You turn in one direction, you know, kind of seeing is there anybody else down the street? And then all of a sudden the kid that was just in front of you is gone. You know, where'd they go? So, sure, there, there are probably some prankster kids playing up, you know, and, and getting up in the costumes and stuff like that. But other ones, not so much. Um, 
There's also one, and I'll throw it out there, and I'm not going to relate the whole story because um, it is our friend Christina George. Um, you know, she has had a black-eyed uh, uh, children experience, and it was more of like a black-eyed family. And with her, um, and you want to talk about the eyes, she actually originally saw them, the eyes having color, and then they switched to black. So um, a little bit different of an experience there. So whether or not, I mean, are they walking around the street at some point in time first with the, with regular eyes and then they're switched to black? I don't know. So um, you know, there's a lot of things we still really don't know about these type of entities. It's it's very, very, uh, very, very creepy. <clears throat> Fran Molino. Uh, I will show that one. <laughs> Holy shit, Batman. Yeah, we'll show that. Some of the comments come up as uh, have to be moderated. So, um, what other uh, questions you guys have here? <clears throat> so, uh, are black eyed kids real? I mean, boom, uh, Delane Embry, are black eyed kids real? Depends on what you believe. They may be. I have not seen one, so I don't personally know. Um, I've seen a lot of shadow people, a lot of people question. That whether or not shadow people are real. I believe they're real because I've had one actually physically touch me. And I've seen a lot of other shit too where, you know, at, um, you know, the first one was at a house I lived in in Massachusetts when I was about eight or nine years old. I, the second one was when I was 13 years old. We just moved to a house in Ohio. Um, a lot of different investigations. I've seen shadows. I've seen, you know, one just, you know, basically blow through a door. You heard it blow through the door. You saw it go in that direction. You heard it, like I said, but you didn't actually see the door move. Weird stuff. So, but a lot of people say, no, shadow people aren't real. It's just sleep paralysis. When you wake up in the middle of the night, I have had real sleep paralysis. And it wasn't like these other people say, well, you don't see this and that. No, I didn't see a thing. Um, I just couldn't move. <laughs> and I was, you know, consciously awake. I couldn't move. Um, and people will say ghosts aren't real. Well, how many in, how many people here have seen you know some sort of paranormal activity or ghost activity? That's why most of us are here, right? So they could be real. I'm not going to rule it out. And you know, there's a lot of strange supernatural stuff going on around there. You know, I I, I don't doubt that some of it, you know, maybe maybe part of culture, maybe somebody playing a prank, whatever. But I think there's some legit stuff out there too. So, um, yeah, Alan Wurzbaugh, could they be from a different dimension with their sudden appearance and, different, and disappearance? And that's kind of what I think, is that um, they are probably from another dimension like that. You know, kind of like shadow people, kind of like, you know, maybe greys are from a, another dimension. There's a, there's a lot of different, you know, strange entities out there. So where they come from and where they go, we just don't know. We just don't know. So, um, okay. Pungai Fungi, I just, it just zoomed up. I have seen photos of alleged shadow people, but why do they seem to be no pics of black-eyed kids? That's a good question. And I guess what... My suggestion on that is why are there no, that's a good question, why are there no pics of black-eyed kids? Because we, we have photos of shadow people. You know, I have some very good paranormal evidence uh, with, with shadow people in them. So black-eyed kids. I'm thinking the reason why this hasn't happened yet is, well, okay. First, some accounts of black-eyed children also coincide with you know, closed-circuit television cameras suddenly having, you know, some sort of corruption, some sort of disruption, some sort of problem going on at the time of the reported sighting. I know, seems a bit coincidental. From the person's point of view, you have this kid at the door that's creeping you out. You know, at first, you know, it seems like, oh, there's a kid at my door. And you're just dealing with it. And then all of a sudden you start getting creeped out and the kid's asking weird questions and most people report like a fight or flight response. Either they want to run, 
or like I said, one that I read, he wanted to go get his gun and scare him off. So he had a fight response. People apparently are not thinking, well, while there's this strange kid at my door that's to totally creeping me out, you know, let me bust out my phone. Where's my phone? Let me bust out my phone and be like, hey, kid, can, can we get a selfie? It's, it's not happening. <laughs> They're not doing the selfie thing with the black-eyed kid there. Um, it's, it, it's kind of just a, you know, what are you just normally doing? What's your reaction? You're you're not wanting to let this kid in. He's being creepy. Just want him to go on his way, what have you. You know you're getting creeped out. You just want to end the interaction altogether. You're not thinking selfie. So all right, what other uh, questions do you guys have? Security cams. Yeah, that would be closed circuit uh, television. Um, security cams. CCT CCTV. It's just, those are security cams. So. Uh, Okay, B3 airspace. We hit the video mic and then replayed it and they had disappeared. So let me go back up. That was, um, it sounds like an interesting story there. Um, but first, okay, Donald Gordon has, uh, from Harrison, so they're dimensional. What do you think they are? Well, yeah, some sort of interdimensional being. That's, that's kind of the, that's kind of the million dollar question, isn't it? So I still want to get this, whatever, uh, thing from B3 Airspace, sorry. We live on a farm. Mayhem. I guess I'm missing it. Um, they look like they were searching for something, so I'm trying to get it all. No, Del. So B3 Airspace, you're saying that you, you've seen them? Seen the little creeps and you do not want to see them. Okay, so B3 Airspace has seen them. Okay. Okay. So B3 Airspace has seen them. You said that they, uh, no adults. You're on a farm, uh, happened to hubby and you during the bright sunny day. You taped it and they were gone. Okay. Um, they look like they were searching for something. That's the farm comment. And what was the last thing that you said? You checked the tape, right? Okay. It felt like they wanted to harm you. Where did the comment go about the security cam or the camera that you're using? I'm, I'm losing it here. Sorry. Okay, we hit the video mic and then replayed it and they had disappeared. So, yeah, and I guess that's kind of the thing is that they end up not showing up on whatever film. There's there's something that wrong that has happened with the film. You know, whether it's, whether it's the film or the system that the camera's hooked up to or what have you, people are not able to capture the, these entities on any sort of, of camera. So, um, sorry, just checking back over here at Periscope. So, thanks for the hearts over there, Periscope, by the way. you got, They can still do the little hearts, just no super hearts. I have to figure that one out. So, Mike, have you ever noticed any cluster areas where they are reported? They've been reported all over. Uh, most other reported sightings have been the United States, but they've been reported in other countries as well. Canada, UK, um, India, so, some other countries as well. So I I think it's kind of one of those where, you know, in, in a nation like ours, um, Australia, uh, what have you, you know, we're a little more integrated in our, in our communication and reporting these things where, you know, you might have some third world countries where maybe they are showing up, but... You know, nobody's talking about it or reporting it. So, um, okay, Zippy Davis, any other creepy features about them or is it just their eyes? Well, um, the, the pasty white skin um, is kind of another one of those where they have these deep black eyes, um, but their skin is also like very just pasty, you know? Um, there is there is one there is one that I recall where she was touched and she said she just felt extremely 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 cold. Um, one of the other features, of course, is the the clothing that's just very off. A lot of times drafts, kind of nondescript, sometimes outdated, where it might be like a lot older than the current time period. Um, some people have reported them almost looking Amish. Um, so there's some other features there, just kind of unkempt. People have said that they almost look like 
you know, maybe they're homeless when when they first see them, they think, okay, maybe there's some beggar children coming up, some some homeless children coming up. Um, so that's kind of the kind of the idea of uh, of what they are. So and so yeah, Bridget. Uh, so what do you think they are? That's the big one that Donna has up there. Uh, some sort of interdimensional being that we haven't been able to explain yet. You know, it, it's kind of. I, I keep going back to shadow people because that's the that's the one that I know a little bit better, and I'm talking about this subject because people keep asking me about it. Even with shadow people, it's like we have a lot of ideas, a lot of theories out there, and we've even started categorizing shadow people where, whoa, you know, we've got the hat man, and we've got you know the one with the red eyes, and we've got the hooded figure, and we've got this, and we've got that, and we got the crawler, and so we've categorized stuff, but that's about as best as we can do and we've talked about different situations where it may come up we've talked about the old hag the old hag syndrome sleep paralysis so these are different traits that we've thrown together well we still can't say for certainty what in the world a shadow person is or where it comes from we have a lot of different theories and ideas i think the same thing for for black-eyed children we're just we're not really sure who they are where they come from and right now we're in a data collection period where at some point in time, I think we're probably going to have enough of these different stories, of these different accounts, that we can start to categorize, you know, with these type of children and those type of children. Um, with Christina's account, there's one that was even like a little bit more adult-like that wasn't an actual child. So are there some black-eyed adults too? You know, there may be. And again, with hers, it was the changing eye color. So and there's some that approach your car, some that come straight to your house. All of them want to get in. All of them want to be invited in. There's something with that invitation that is uh, very consistent all around with them. They want in. Um, they want to go home with you. You know, if, if they're coming up to your car, they want to go home with you. You know, they'll mention food. You know, as kind of a an idea or a way to get in. Um, and that's like the one consistent thing. They want to get in. So I, I think along the way, we'll start categorizing a little bit more. Uh, but right now, we're just more in a, of a data collection phase as to what these things are. So let's see what else you guys got. You guys have some good questions. So um, so generally, in the USA, any certain states more so than others. And I think that's going to be part of that data collection to try to pinpoint it down, You know, take the reports, You know, which state, which state. You know, I, I'm not in the data collection department on that one. Um, I'm sure somebody is. Um, oh, Thomas saying his periscope stopped working. Sorry, buddy. And, okay, Donna, I got that one. And, yeah, you could toss the questions to, to Donna. Donna Gordon is acting as our chat shenanigator tonight since uh, Shauna is is occupied um yeah ether shadow you know definitely you know do some research you know you want to read more about beks there's there's a lot of stuff out there um okay candy gordon or candy orton um question there are reports of a telepathic interaction could actually get you to do as they want you to like getting inside a car a house you're filled with fear and you're moving um yeah and that's kind of the thing is that you have you have this big fear, you know. You've you're afraid of this child. Like I said, fight or flight response, and so you're feeling extremely nervous, very creeped out, uh, very afraid of what this child is. And there is, yeah, that is the the other thing is that you are feeling inclined to want to invite them in, but their their words because they're so they're, you do pick up on there just something there's off. Just off about this person, uh, off about this child, and so you end up, you know, slamming the door on them. The ones that have survived to tell the tale, because we don't know what happens when you actually invite them in. We haven't heard that tale, at least as far as I've seen or as far as I know. So what happens if you do cave and give in? I don't know. Um, where do black-eyed children hang out? Very good question. We don't know. So, 
And B3 Earth is saying that uh, when she got mad, they left. Okay. Yeah, and that's kind of the thing. It's kind of like when you start, you know, kind of sticking up for yourself or standing your ground, uh, they will take off. They'll disappear, not to be seen. Um, but then that's kind of the thing. You have to stand your ground. Um, okay, what down is this your question, Donna? Straight from you. What types of waves slash energy interfere with photography? Well, you know that's that's really a good question because there's a lot of stuff that could. I mean, with our digital cameras these days, you know, any type of electromagnetic field that's out of the ordinary uh, could interfere with it. Now, if you're back in the old school 35 millimeter camera, not so much. Um, you know, and a lot of people do still swear by the uh, you know you know the old school type of uh, film. Uh, you know, like what we used to develop in photography class in, in, in the dark room. Um, yeah, but you're, you're talking about, you know, I'll just throw up the phone. I mean, a lot of people use this as a camera nowadays. And so, yeah, any type of, uh, you know, I mean, shoot, these pick up microwaves, but you could fry it with a microwave, you know. Um, yeah, any type of, you know, crazy electronic pulse that could knock the thing out would interfere with it and same thing with any sort of uh you know digital camera so um if you get some sort of crazy well you know think of the um you know the northern lights you know what, what are you seeing there you're seeing you know um the ionosphere reacting to uh energy waves coming from the sun and that's the reaction you get so imagine if you know you get some sort of you know, wave like that coming through, you know, near your camera or whatever, and you get different crazy lighting effects. Um, okay, from John Cleaver, can they pick up your feelings for them? Good question. I'm not sure. You know, they seem, you know, from the accounts, you know, they seem to be reacting. Um... I, I actually should say non-reacting. <laughs> They're kind of, um, you know, as you're questioning them, okay, why do you want to come in, you know, that sort of thing. They kind of ignore what you're saying and keep perpetuating with their desire to get in. You, know, you could be asking, you know, where's your parents, you know, that sort of thing. Pfft, doesn't matter. They're kind of like on a set. This is what we want to do. This is what we want. And they'll rephrase the question a little bit, but it won't really make sense to what you might be asking them. They're just kind of like, they don't get it. It's as if they know enough to try to relate some English to you, relate, or if I guess whatever the native tongue is, you know, they're relating enough to you to express what their desire is to get inside, to be invited inside. And that's about it. So, um, yeah, like Deborah Sussby is saying, uh, black guys and assistant coming in are what they're most known for. Yeah, uh, pretty much. Uh, Kenny Orr, the geological anomalous energy burst within the ground could have interfered. Yeah, yeah, anything like that, anything, you know, anything out of the ordinary, anything extraordinary, it could certainly interfere. Um, what else do we have? So, yeah, either shadow must be safe, lock car doors, act crazier than the BK if ever approached. Um, another pro to living in a secure apartment building. Yeah, they might not show up to your door in the apartment building, but they might. They just might. <laughs> might be easier to uh, just approach a, uh, a single-family home. So... All right, what else do you guys have? These questions have been really interesting. Um, Fran Molino, Vonda McDaniel, researcher, investigator of Black Eyed Children, BEK. Is this woman dedicated researcher to BEK? Well, very cool. Yeah, and that's and that's great that there's people out there that are dedicating a lot of time to this subject. Uh, because it is very interesting. It's very fascinating. It's very creepy. You know, people do want to know more about it. The idea of this type of entity showing up at your house or your car or what have you um, definitely 
very <laughs> uh, very nerve wracking. Yeah, because you know, are they are they messing with your head? Are they trying to get in in there to get you to let them in? And who knows what they're gonna do uh, once they're there. Um, so that no, it's good that there are those people that are continuously researching this. You know, I'm doing that with with shadow people. So um, other people are doing that with with black eyed children, which is great. So what else do you guys have? Um, could the black-eyed children be the adults? John Cleaver. Interesting idea. Now, maybe adults themselves. You know, they may be disguised as children. You know, is it one of those where um, whatever entities these are, they know enough about human nature that you know most adults would not turn away a kid in need. You know, if there's a disheveled child that looks like they need food or whatever, that they're hungry, that a normal, or somewhat normal, <laughs> adult human would take pity upon them and be like, oh yeah, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll get you something to eat, come on in. Is that the way they're playing? But these are actually the adult form of whatever they are, disguised under, you know, a child. Maybe. Maybe. At this point, we don't know. <laughs> but it's an interesting idea. <clears throat> I'm starting to lose my voice a little bit. Um, yeah, Dan, I got that. Thank you. Um, B3 air, Airspace. Believe me, they were kids. Okay. So, I guess the question is... I mean, and you've, if, you know, you've seen them, so that's, that's very, very interesting. Um, but would they... It, it's almost like invasion of the body snatchers. Like they've they've you know taken on the form or taken control of a you know a human child, but there's something else within there that could be adult form of whatever type of entity this is. Um, you know, I mean, yeah, by all accounts, they they are boom, you know, a uh, human child. So. Um, I was just checking uh, Periscope real quick. Okay. Sorry. If you guys have anything over in the Periscope, just let me know. I mean, yes, most of the uh, questions and chat is over here on YouTube. So I do appreciate that. So uh, do they have any black-eyed pets? I have not heard of any um, pets being accompanied with them. Maybe they'll start taking that on as a tactic. <laughs> you never know. It's, you know... We, we love pets, don't we? You know, we love dogs. There's, you know, go on Instagram. There's, you know, five billion cat pictures. You know? <laughs> um, okay. Per Robert White, do they ever leave tracks like footprints? Um, good question. I mean, from most accounts, it's as if they were never there. That's... They haven't left a trace of themselves. So um, that's a good question for B3 Airspace since um, since you've seen them. Did they leave any footprints or anything like that there? And you're saying Toto hissed at them. Okay. So so the uh, the pet reacted. Um, but to, an to answer the question, um, I'm actually not for certain. I'm trying to recall if there is any uh, mention about footprints. So you're talking like <laughs> a lot of different stories I've read in, in uh, one specific uh, about the footprints. Because the thing that is always is that when they disappear, it's like, you know, they're looking up and down the street. And there's nobody there. People have gone, you know, shoot driving around, not finding them. Um, they completely just are gone. So, um so B3, um, skeptical until you saw them. And B3 Airspace is saying no footprints. So in her situation, there were no footprints there. So there was another one that was just about that, or above that. Um, as I thought I saw. Oh, it was about, are they only seen at night? Um, oh, Bridget Harrison, okay. Are they only seen at night? No, they're, they're seen all times of the day. Uh, people, a lot of people have seen them at night. Uh, a lot of people seen them during the day, so the time of day actually does not matter uh, with with BEKs. So they'll show up any time, day or night. So um, 
yeah, it'd be nice if we could just narrow it down, right? But no. Um, and yeah, uh, B3 Aerospace, I do have to say thank you for you know sharing your experience with them. It's, it's great to have somebody uh, who's had an experience in the chat. So um, yeah, and in the snow would be really, really easy. Yeah, are there any out here? <laughs> we've had way too much snow <laughs> and way too much cold, really. I mean, we've had a few inches of snow, but it's been the cold. Uh, yeah, if they appear during a snowstorm, yeah. Um, say beat through airspace. They would turn their heads at the same time and then look back at us and then walk up the road. And that's another thing that I've that I've heard is they're they're in sync with each other. That when they turn and move, that it's like all one fluid motion. So, um, I mean, I've seen a lot of you know horror movies that use that effect where you know a couple of you know, beings are next to each other, and then just to creep you out, you know, for the movie, they just, you know, simultaneously turn, or, you know, their heads turn, or uh, their whole body, or whatever it is, and, um, but that apparently happens with, with black-eyed kids, that they will do that exact thing, that they will, you know, turn uh, together in sync, again, uh, very, very creepy, so, um, so what else you guys got, so, um, B3 airspace, all the same size, all look the same yellow skin in strange movement. So, so yours were more of a, of a yellow skin. Was it like a pasty yellow or just like, just a straight yellow? So that's, that's kind of interesting. Uh, cause I have heard, um, more of like a pale, uh, pasty pale type of a, a color or coloring. So yeah, yeah, there you go. Uh, Fungi, fungi, uh, like the twins from The Shining. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like The Shining, exactly. Um, um, Dawn, maybe they have black eyes because they are blind in this dimension and looking for the doorway home. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, by their disappearance, I don't know if, I mean, if, I guess I can't say if they were going home or not. Um, but it seems like they can move, <laughs> you know, without like bumping into walls and what have you. You know, they know they know enough to knock on the the door. Um, you know, some have been uh, seen looking through windows too. So I, I don't know, but you know, at this at this point, you know, like anything's game, right? So um, yeah, I, I bet you don't want them to come back. So that would be very very creepy. Um, so Jin K had a question, forgot all of it. So did I miss a question from Jin K? Jin K, just throw your question back in there if we missed it. So there's a lot of chat flying here. Um, you know, we've had 50, close to 60 people in here. So there's there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff flying around. So just throw it in there again. Sorry if it if it gets missed. Um, you know, we we try we try to get it all sometimes to so just. Um, Okay, Donna. Do they appear more during bad weather because you feel bad for, because you feel bad for them more um, from you and Phoenix Feathers? Um, you know, it seems like they've been seen more in good weather. You know, from all the stories that I've read, you don't really hear about too many that are in bad weather. So it seems like more more like they're in good weather honestly. So I don't know if weather plays into a factor. I mean, maybe they do. Maybe they do tend to stay in better weather. Um, so they don't have to deal with the elements. I just, yeah, m most of the accounts that I recall haven't really mentioned much about the weather. So I, I think it's more just better weather. So um, like feeling sorry for them. Oh, like you mean if it was poor weather outside and they come to the door, hey, you know, can you let us in because of the bad weather? Um, shh, you might give them ideas because, <laughs> you know, like right now, a kid comes knocking at the door. It's two degrees outside. You're going to tell, tell the kid, no, move on down the road, be, you know, and, and freeze your butt off. You're giving them ideas. <laughs> um yeah, usually it's, um, you know, come inside to play, come inside to get food, come inside to watch TV. Um, 
that that's another one that that you hear about is they want to come inside and watch TV, you know, which is kind of you know odd inviting themselves in to watch your TV. So, um, yeah, uh, maybe maybe they can't handle the cold temps or bodies may not be able to take it. Yeah, <laughs> that that could be. I mean, maybe they legitimately want to come in during in the cold because <laughs> it's it's cold. So. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's a lot of questions here, uh, a lot of great questions, and, and things we just really don't have the answers to. It's a lot of, and see, that's something that's great about a topic like this is that there's a lot of speculation. There's a lot of things that just aren't answered, and so there's a lot of theories about who or what these things may be. You know, we just we don't know, and we're gonna continue to to ask those questions. You know, and and people, you know, will continue to put together all of that information, which is great. So, um, what else do you guys have? So, Shay Carroll, I don't recall any stories during snow or rainstorms. Yeah, I'm not really, I'm not really remembering any either. And so, yeah, just off the top of my head, yeah. <clears throat> oh, there you go, Don. Ask Alexa. Alexa. Oh, I have it unplugged because I have the lights, I have the blue lights plugged in, so Alexa's unplugged. So, that that's a... Good question. <laughs> Ask Alexa. Um, so, B3 Aerospace, she said, please re re repeat the question. Okay. So, the, the black-eyed child said, please re repeat the question? Okay. So I guess okay. For Candy Orton, this uh, Don was pointing at me. Um, <laughs> Don says that my Alexa heard her. Um, per Candy, do you think they are sensitive to the cold? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, you know, would anything interdimensionally be affected by the cold in this dimension? That's a good question. I mean, that would be that would be a question you could ask of. You know any of these type of things. You know, you know, is a shadow person affected by the cold here? I don't know. You know, that's uh, that's a very good question. You know, are are ghosts affected by the cold? You know, uh, you know, a lot of paranormal activities picked up in you know any type of temperature. So, you know, but this isn't necessarily like a ghost. This is something supernatural, more like a shadow person. That's a great question. I don't know if they're affected by the cold here. So Donna's saying, holy crap, I just asked Alexa what they were, and she is still talking. All right, I'm going to have to plug this in and find out. So let's see if I can find a free... Well, you know what? My phone doesn't need to be charging right now. So we can unplug that. Hang on a second. <clears throat> awkward moment here. I have everything plugged under me. So I'm just going to have to boot up for a second. So we will ask. <laughs> so uh, B3 Aerospace, I think the bottom line is, I think the bottom line, the way I feel, is these are entities from another region or dimension or planet or something. So, And that is from somebody who's actually experienced black-eyed children. So we really do appreciate your input on that. Um, So from Bridget Harrison, do you think it's fear of the unknown that makes them so scary? I think that's one of the things that makes them so scary. Um, of course, the black eyes are very disturbing, but there is something about I think there's something about their aura that just creeps people out. There's also this inclination that you want to do what they say, but not that it's like your choice. That they are trying to somehow influence you, and that creeps people out too. I mean, they just suddenly get like the hair, you know, rising on the back of their necks and all that. It's just, I think there's a lot of different factors that that play into all this. So, um, okay, Alexa, what are the black-eyed children? Black-eyed children are an urban legend of supposed paranormal creatures that resemble children between the ages of six and sixteen with pale skin and black eyes, who are reportedly seen hitchhiking or panhandling, or are encountered on doorsteps of residential homes. Tales of black-eyed children have appeared in pop culture since the late 1990s, 
There you go. That's what Alexa has to say about it. Interesting. So, uh, what else you guys got? <laughs> Thank you, Alexa. Alexa, stop. <laughs> All right. So, Fungi Fungi, yours says that's a 2011 movie. There may have been one. I don't know. <laughs> there may have been. All right. So, true, true the influencing plays a big part of the loss of one's control. Yeah, true enough. True enough. <laughs> Robert wants me to stop. Um, yeah, yep, she knows. And uh, as far as urban legend, um, I, that's a that's a term that we use for a lot of things these days, you know. Um, you know, but to me, I, I, I would say I would say she's wrong about that. Um, because really, that's like saying it's like saying aliens are an urban legend. It's like saying ghosts are an urban legend. You know, more of a uh, an urban legend would be like down the road here at um, Swift Mansion Gore Orphanage. The whole quote unquote Gore Orphanage is an urban legend. You know, it was it was never the Gore Orphanage. It was all these you know tales. Some of it was facts mixed in with fiction that people had you know told over the years and it became this you know story of you know old man gore and he had an orphanage and he locked the children up at night and one day it burned down and all the children died you know that's basically what it morphed into you know that's the urban legend you know something that's completely untrue there are little snippets of, of truth within there but it was all this other crap that got put on top and then whatever people did over time to twist it so that's an urban legend so you know these are reported sightings that have not yet been confirmed by the scientific community you know so it kind of always comes down to that you know what do the quote-unquote authorities have to say about it so um yep uh, Framilino, is it urban because of the date 1990s? I just think the date the 1990s are is out there because that's when, like I said earlier with the internet, that's when people who have had these experiences were able to come together and say, I've had this experience, I've had this experience. Oh, wow, we've had these similar experiences. Um, like I said, there's like a smattering of a couple of early ones. But I think it's probably been happening for you know a longer period of time, and people just weren't reporting it because you know, sure there've been ghost stories over the year, and people might take their chance on saying I've seen a ghost. Uh, but Black Eyed Kids isn't one that people have really been talking about or saying at all. And they're like, eh, if I mention that one, I'm definitely gonna get tossed in, in the loony bin. So, um, all right. So I guess it's uh, just about down to an hour here, huh? <laughs> Um, and Donna saying stories about them surface in the 90s on the internet. Well, that's when the internet came about, isn't it? You know, <laughs> that's kind of when they came about, uh, or when the internet came about, you know, as far as like being mainstream and, and, and more public. So, you know, you, you could relate a lot of different things to that. So, you know, are imps related could be, you know, and, you know, stories about, you know, things like that, like imps like elves, like fairies. Okay, all that dates, you know, older, right? That's, you know, hundreds, thousands of years older. But what are those? You know, how much truth is still left in those? You know, I mean, we were looking at fairies at the goldenrod, you know, possibly. But in our research on that, everything we kept coming across was like this social structure of the fairies and like all these different... It's like, when the heck was a fairy ever interviewed to get this idea of what a social structure for a fairy is? Let's get down to like actual sightings and reportings of what we believe are fairy, and we couldn't find it. <laughs> we couldn't, um, at least as far as like you know the books that people have written. It's like all it was like reading the Dungeons and Dragons monster manual. It's like this isn't what I was looking for here, you know. So you know how much of that has been you know contorted over the years, and so that was and you know they were seeing stuff back then, right? So people are seeing stuff today. You know, maybe it is, 
maybe it is alien and, and these things started showing up more recently and now they're more curious about our planet maybe you know maybe that's it we don't know or if it's interdimensional maybe it's whatever dimension they're coming from at some point in time they finally found this dimension and got to it so maybe this stuff is happening now while earlier you know it was other things so all right so let's get down to um, yeah, it's exactly an hour now. So let's get down to all of the shout-outs and everything. I really do appreciate you guys uh, joining. And beat, I have to you know, really hand it to B3 Airspace um, and, and sharing your personal experiences uh, with black-eyed children here. That's, um, you know, I, I know very creepy, very troubling, but we do really appreciate uh, you sharing the experience. Um, Donna Gordon, thank you for shenanigating the chat without our chat shenanigators tonight. Um, really do appreciate that. So... Um, who else do we have to thank? Candy Orin, thank you very much for joining us. So um, those that were back and forth, I, I guess Tom lost uh, Periscope. So Tom McNicholas, um, one of our Deep Down the Rabbit Hole uh, patrons. Uh, Robert White, thank you. Uh, Zippy Davis, Sean Gilmore, uh, coming out of lurking status. <laughs> um, oh, you know what? Tom McNicholas mentions, mentions lunar schedule, and that's something I totally forgot um, in the – uh, edge of the rabbit hole earlier. So one of the things that's happening this month, if you guys don't realize, um, January 31st, okay? So we're, you know, we're supposed to have a full moon. Second one in the month, that means it's a blue moon. It's supposed to be a super moon, right? So two super moons in the same month. It's also going to be a lunar eclipse. So cool stuff is happening that night. So, um, yeah. So be on the lookout for that. We were supposed to mention that in uh, Edge of the Rabbit Hole. So, all right. So, uh, Fran Molino, thank you very much. Shay Carroll, thank you. Bonnie Halperin and our other Cheshire Cat, thank you very much. Andrew Cubbage, appreciate you being able to join for this half. Alan Wurtzbaugh, thank you again. Uh, Dawn, Spooky Spectacular, thank you very much. Uh, yes, in Meteor Showers, that's true too. Um, I, there you got Robert White, so let's scroll up. I got Donna uh, and Tom. So, was Grizz in here? <clears throat> I don't know. Katie Palmer, thank you very much. Ether Shadow, thank you as always. Uh, Pungai Fungi, uh, thank you for your feedback and questions. Um, Jen, thank you very much. And Jen K, both Jens. <laughs> um, who else do we have? I think I got Zippy earlier, right? Phoenix Feather, thank you very much. Uh, Deborah Sosby, thank you as well. Um, John Cleaver, thank you for your questions. I really do appreciate all the questions tonight, guys. Um, you know, like I said, I'm not an expert on black-eyed children. Uh, I have, you know, read quite a bit, and so um, I think just the discussion enough, or is enough to go on because it's really, you know, a lot of, you know, speculation. A lot of different questions are out there, and so it's like, well, let's throw what we know out there and discuss and try to see, you know, what are some different ideas we can come up with. Um, who else we got? Um, I. <laughs> so I think I got oh Bridget Harrison yeah and I'm gonna scroll back down because it was kind of a lot of the same people having a discussion up there and if I miss anybody you know apologies it's not on purpose I try to get everybody as many as I can uh, Emma Bejic um they it's showing up right at the end I know <laughs> it happens um catch the replay. Uh, but thank you for uh, trying to make it out. And uh, Veronica Flores, thank you. And I think that is going to be it for the shout-out. So, yeah, if I missed you, then I do apologize. Nothing personal. There's just a lot of chat to go through. So, all right. So, Periscope, thank you very much for all the hearts and everything down there. YouTube, thank you very much. Um, if you're new to the channel, please go ahead and subscribe. We've got a lot more coming up. Because we have Friday Night Ghost Race at the end of this week. Uh, Sean, hey, um, my goal is to get the uh, EVP investigation <clears throat> that I did with you guys at St. Joe's up uh, for this weekend. And then, of course, next week we have more of uh, Edge of the Rabbit Hole inside the Upside Down. We're back to our regular schedule Tuesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And then, of course, this starts around uh, 10.45, 10.50, whenever we're able to get it up after that show. And then stay tuned. We've got all the podcasts and everything uh, that we keep re uh, releasing. So that's on uh, iTunes. Tune in. And, of course, I won't say her name, 
but we have all of her stuff too. <laughs> so if you have if you have one of these, then uh, please go ahead and get the uh, Honor of Media 365 and the Daily Tarot uh, apps or skills, I guess is what they call them. All right, cool. That's what we got. So Mad Hatters, you're awesome. Really do appreciate it. You have a great night and happy new year. Love you guys. Take care.